The Super Bros podcast is meant for an adult uh, audience only. It may contain sexually uh, oriented content. Fuck you, Frank. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Balls podcast in radio show streaming to you live over a few different avenues right now. I uh, just wanted to uh, jump right in here first and foremost and say we are missing Jeff. He is out. He had plans. He couldn't make it. However, we do have a mutual friend of ours, Ryan. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me, Frank. Anytime, anytime. Um, I'm not sure. One thing that we should have probably discussed before doing this is how much we want to reveal about who you are. Probably not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> but we could do whatever you're comfortable with. I mean, eh. Well, why don't, you, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, and then you can kind of be in control of that. Oh, that's like the worst interview question ever for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, obviously, I'm a mutual friend of yours. Uh I went to the best high school in the country. Which one's that? Simeon, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I was born and raised in Chicago, just like Frank, and uh, yeah, I'm here to have a good time. Indeed, we are all here to have a good time. Um, with that said here, we do uh, have a few different topics that we'd like to uh, get started with here. Right now, I'm uh, setting up a nice little playlist. Do you have preference on what you like to listen to while you uh, just hang out and talk? No Britney Spears. Britney Spears, it is. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to let me ask you this question about Britney Spears. If you had to pick a year, a date, and time of when her career started and ended, if you think it's over, what would those two dates be? Hmm. As far as specific date, I'm not sure. I will say though, um, once she had like that little mental health da- uh, breakdown, and everything where she just shaved her head and went crazy. That'll probably be where she kind of like tail ended. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would agree there. Well, I'm put a little R and B on because I'm feel, I'm feeling that tonight. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of um, stormed pretty bad out, and I don't know if the listeners know. Depending on where they're listening from, I know we got like a nationwide audience. We also got a, a bit of an audience in Brazil. Oh, it, seriously? Serious? I'm not even joking. So shout out to Brazil. I don't speak Portuguese. I tried. I tried once. There was a time when uh, I thought I might be going to Brazil, so I got one of those. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know if you ever tried one of those like 
CDs for your car. You like stick it in your car and like while you're driving, you're trying to learn it. Personally, at the time, it, I think it was like 2009 or 2008. I thought it'd be an easy transition from like Spanish. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, I try my uh, hand at Rosetta Stone myself. I did too. Mm-mm. Yeah, I tried. I've tried uh, Rosetta Stone Polish again. That, that didn't work out for me. <laughs> I tried to learn French, but eventually, nah. Well, I couldn't even pay attention to it. They say it's so easy, but like, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's the conjugation where it's always tough. Um, I remember I uh, I took a I actually took a Spanish class in college for like that easy A. So I took Spanish one hundred one because I needed a language anyhow. I'm like, all right, two birds with one stone. So my uh, one of my best friends and I, Nick, uh, we took the class together. We tried to sit next to each other, but then they ended up dividing the class by skill level after a preliminary exam. <laughs> so, like, me and the other girl that was, like, a native speaker, like, sat together on the one end, and then he sat all the way on the other end. And, like the Spanish Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, and then we had this one girl who spoke French. They had, like, taken, like, I don't know, like, 10 years of French, and she thought it would translate so easily into Spanish, but it wasn't. Oh, man, was, did that make her upset? Like, it's so frustrating. Anyway, I digress. So you went to a great high school. What made it so great? Because I thought my high school was pretty great. Uh, I mean, I would say the environment, you know, obviously winning a lot. And um, yeah, just my overall experience there and the friends I was able to make while there. Yeah, that's always the best part is the friends you take away. Um, let me ask you this. I was reading the uh, internets and this was a very popular topic. What are... What is or what are some of the controversies that happened at your school? Ooh. I plead the fifth. No, but, are you um, <laughs> no, but you know, um, we've dealt with academic controversies, uh, you know, I'll say athletic controversies as well. Oh, I want to hear about I want to hear about some of those. What do you got? Uh, I mean, I could speak on like the most recent one as far as like the uh, CPS lockout and everything. Yeah, uh, we we had a period of time where our team, we have one of the best football teams in the state. However, uh, due to the CPS lockout, I guess they were saying due to the inactivity in the classroom, our team was on the verge of being ineligible to even uh, qualify for state or within the playoffs themselves. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of other stuff that I, that I can talk about, but I'm not sure if uh, I should really go down that rabbit hole that's right okay. now. I mean, we had, uh, so I went to Addison Trail, which is out in the suburbs, as you know. Uh, we had our fair share of controversy. I remember uh, the football team was very famous for throwing, uh, like, drinking kegger parties. Sounds like a football team. We actually, like, they, they uh, actually disbanded the team, uh, like, for, like, the last two years that I attended the school, just for, and, like, the year after, like, two or three years, only because the same thing would happen. Like, they would, like, do a homecoming party. Everybody be drinking, and then like somebody'd call the police, and like, <laughs> and, that's, and who gets arrested? The entire football team, and they're all absent on Monday, which is great. <laughs> so we had that happen. Um, I mean, we had a lot of we had a lot of little controversies going on in the school. We had like there was one guy who was like the reading teacher. They thought that he was like an alcoholic. His name was uh, oh, I don't know if I should name drop him. Actually, that's probably not a good idea. I'm not gonna do that. You know, I actually had an alcoholic teacher. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, they would say, like, this guy would drink on the clock or, like, drink during school hours, but I, I never personally believed it. I think it was possible, but uh, I don't know. All I'm going to say is with 
that specific teacher of mine. I'm not going to say he was drunk, but if he wasn't, he played a hell of a drunk role. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I feel like I'm kind of torn because I actually I was talking to Jeff about um, what we were going to talk about next episode. And we definitely talked about some high school stories because those are the best. Yeah. They're so good. Oh, man. I, re- <laughs> I remember everything happened. Like, it's not even just high school, but just the way, like, high school has a way of... Um, kind of coming together with your home life a certain way that makes things weird like i remember like my my parents have always been very intrusive and i remember i was taking a photography class and we had these cameras that was like a big huge like bigger than big mac size camera you stick a whole <laughs> floppy disk like a, it was a digital camera like it would take a whole floppy and then it would only have like 10 pictures before it was full Did you ever see these things no it's a little bit before your time <laughs> wait when did you go to high school again I don't want to give the year and then date myself. I don't want to tell people how old I am. Oh, but, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Frank. You, yeah, you are the right. elder statesman. Nah, nah it's okay. Okay, listen, listen. So I, it's going to surprise you because I think I'm going to be old. So we have this running gag uh, between Ryan and I and our other friends. Um, would you, do you, were you here for this when I told everybody I was 21? I think so. <laughs> and then the people actually bought it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I want to name drop anybody, but like we had some people we work with that totally bought into it. Hook, line, and sinker. And and I remember uh, I took my birthday off this year uh, in early August. And actually, I remember asking um, our manager about it. And in the e- he's like, yeah, send an email to the leadership. I'm like, cool. So I sent an email out. And I was like, yeah, I'd like to take my birthday off because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink my first beer. <laughs> and then, and then uh, not... Our manager, but the guy who I worked with very closely at the time, okay, sitting right outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was like, "What are you serious? Are you 21?" And I, I'm, I'm still running with it, man, because people still don't know, and it's hilarious how people take a guess, and people think I'm like 18 or 21 somehow. It's great. It's really <laughs> great because I'm nowhere near that age. Um, anyway, I did graduate in 2004, so I'll let you do the math on that one. Okay, I mean, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, Addison Trail, class of 2004. That's my school. Very, very... I don't want to say proud, <laughs> but... <laughs> I had a good graduating class. I had a, I had a great bunch of people, though. I will, I'll will definitely say that, but... Uh, I don't know, man. Do you want to jump into high school stories, or, or do you want to do something different? Uh, I mean, the, the most prominent story, or the one that I at least remember the most, uh, my school had a blackout, and, you know... Instead of actually treating it like a like they should a blackout, they let all of our wild rumbunctious asses out of the oh, school. Dude, we, we got ourselves a call. Oh, who is this? Oh, this is John, the actual previous co-host. Hello, John. Hey, how you doing, John? Hold on, let me let me tune you up here a little bit. All right. Yep. John, we're I'm on air, I'm on air with Ryan, who's not the Ryan that you mentioned in the chat. He's a he's a no, okay. It's not Ryan. Okay, different Ryan. Ryan actually, I told Ryan to call in, and he told me he may be too drunk to do so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with him on that. Well, it is after five o'clock, so I don't know. <laughs> have we ever podcasted before? Have has this Ryan ever podcasted? Yeah. No, have no have I ever pod? Have you? Yeah, I don't think course. I've ever podcasted sober oh. once. Well, <laughs> that was what made our podcast so magical, man. 
So wait, uh, so you guys ter- terrestrial now, or is it just online? No, we're we're so right now. I should go over this in the beginning, and I never and I have a bad habit of forgetting about it. But well, I I literally just saw that you guys were airing. Like, yeah, so right now we're actually streaming live on four avenues. You got Facebook, and if you have Facebook, you can either catch it on my personal Facebook, or also you could catch it on the Super Balls page. Either way, you could listen live. Then, if you want, you could go to YouTube, uh, the YouTube channel that we never utilized. Uh, you could listen to it live there also. Uh, also, oh God. Twitter, listen on the Twitter if you want, and then also Twitch, which is something the kids are using nowadays. So you, if you want Twitch... The young whippersnapper. I've never heard of that. It's like a game. It's Shit. like gaming forward uh, streaming, but they also uh, opened up their uh, their their content, so you could produce and create content that's like podcasts and stuff. So all good. Uh, I think those are the. Um, I, yeah, I guess I, my only question was, uh, do I need to censor myself or not? Yes, <laughs> I would. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll try to keep the John, profanity to a minimum. How, then. how have you been? I sent you a text and I haven't heard back. It's been like two weeks. Nah, it's been like um yeah i uh i've been at work all day i'm actually bartending right now oh you know what actually the one time we, we were going to ask you to call in or we were going to say hi uh they asked me where you worked i don't know if you heard that podcast and i was like yeah i know where. oh you're no i didn't huh no, no that's cool no you're fine I, I don't know. dude we got this cool setup we actually got we got some equipment that i've uh invested in ryan can you vouch for the equipment yeah no i can definitely vouch for it it's Damn near top notch. Hey, I, hey, running this shit thing from my apartment, you had cool equipment too. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna come clean and let we gorilla the hell out of this <laughs> we podcast. We did, but 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 now that I have a, a serious job where I make some serious monies, I I've invested. Um, talking to you on like a real real mic. Ryan's got a real mic. We got some boomsticks. We got a nice little, a nice little mix. I got a boomstick for you. Ooh, <laughs> you promise? How long can you hang out for on the phone here, John? Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I was HR. You and uh, HR is fine with it. Oh, all right. Well, hey, <laughs> I was actually going to come out and visit you a couple months ago. I was going to be in, uh, passing through, going to uh, Iowa, and then uh, dang, you should have stopped, bro. Well. I didn't want to just drop in on you because I'm not not that type of guy. Well, I appreciate that because I'm not that type of guy either. No, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to put you in a weird place. It's like you know, whatever. So uh, anyway, um, anyway, I was gonna actually offer to to put you up out here in Chicago and get you out here on a bus to podcast with us. No, yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm pretty interested in that. Um, yes, we. Uh, Definitely should talk while you're not broadcasting. Yeah, def- definitely we'll work out some details. Um, but yeah, dude, Jackie's actually down. Uh, Jackie actually wants to podcast with us here. The only issue that I'm running into is uh, we're we're actually podcasting from a secure building in the loop, and I don't know, Ryan. Do you know if you can get friends up here easily? I don't think so. I don't um, think it's easy. I think from what I heard, we can potentially bring people up here, but I think it may be for a certain amount of time, or it has to be like some kind of provisions with it. Yeah. It's just some sort of list or, like, yeah, yeah, we'll see, limited like, access. We'll see, it's like there's a lot of equipment everywhere, like uh, computer equipment, and then, like, I, right, think, right. I think they're sensitive because there's also, like, free food and snacks everywhere. Like, 
They're pretty. Ryan, can you vouch for how ridiculous they are with the free food and snacks? I have my snacks by me right Dude, now. Dude, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan scooped up a free bag of Doritos. I actually had some Doritos earlier. Uh, it's cool that you went with the cool. Well, man. luckily I travel with sandwiches in my pocket generally. Chicken sandwiches. Uh, Cuban sandwiches recently. Oh, oh, well, hey. Sounds like a gentleman to me. Yeah, moving on up. <laughs> John, John, we miss you, bud. I need you to come on this. Podcast. Hey, I miss you too, Frank. Right. Um, hey, I like I said, I was just scrolling. I saw you guys broadcasting. That's fucking awesome. Oh, hell hell sorry. yeah, dude! Uh, you called awesome. me. The Dragon Tales played on my ringtone. That's the Super Bowl's ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! If you want to go back and listen to it uh, when you call Tales plays, it's pretty dope. <laughs> oh man! Wait, so okay, so Superballs.com is back on the internet now. Not dot com. Well, see, like I need to get the dot com and then redirect it to like Facebook or something. But uh, if you go to the actual okay. Facebook group, I don't know why I haven't done that yet. That's a really good idea. If you go to the Facebook page, if you go to my personal Facebook, if you go to the YouTube. Uh, dot com slash channel slash Super Balls podcast and there's Twitch and all this other crap, dude. There's so many so many places and then it gets published, John, to like it get it gets published to like 16 different avenues that I don't even all know by heart. But it, all you got all your main ones <laughs> published to Spotify and I put all of our old episodes up there too. By the way, if you feel like awesome, you I've been wanting to show like people that. that. Yeah, dude, it's all up on Spotify. We're back on iTunes slash. Uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts too. Spotify's a big one. Excellent. All those, uh, any, almost any, uh, caster, overcast, all these little third-party podcasting avenues too. It's it's pretty amazing. So, definitely show your friends. Right. And, uh, well, have them come out, and we'll uh, party. Yes, out. we'll get naked. First of all, yeah, I'm going to show my friends because everyone's going to ask. I got a couple of friends with podcasts out here, so it might be a uh, you know collaboration type thing. Oh, hell yeah, possibly. Um, but also I, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. No, no, you're, you're cool. You're, you're definitely cool. It's right. I don't even know time. what the hell you guys are talking about. I just heard your stupid voice and decided to call you. Oh man. That's the most flattering thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, John, we'll, uh, we'll let you go. Feel free to call in or, uh, give yourself a listen or yeah, yeah, wanna, definitely. I'll, uh, if you just want to send well, me nudes in the chat, you, you could do that too. <laughs> in the chat, I have your direct line. Yeah, you do. Well, you also have my personal yeah. or nobody else does, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, Reno, we'll let you go. But uh, All right. See you, John. was a pleasure. Actually, hey, Ryan, good to talk to you. I hope to meet you. All right, hope I meet you too, brother. All right, hey, you guys have a great night. Uh, Frank, I'm going to put you guys in my ear, so I'll be listening. All right, that sounds right, beautiful. That's where I like to be. All right. All right, bye. You guys take it easy. <laughs> take care. Bye. What? A gentleman, if I do say so myself. You know, we actually kind of split up just because of logistics, like how far or close we were to each other. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. He was my best friend for a long time and uh, still is. Still is in many ways. He's just far. So, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, we worked together at the, uh, the old Chipotle. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, yeah, and then we did the podcast because we literally lived in the same building on the same floor right next door to each other so it was like very easy to just like knock on his door with the computer and actually how we used to do the podcast was it was just my personal macbook pro and i just turned like quick time recording on with the internal mic mm -hmm. and the post-production of it all was good enough i think that you could ha you had a hard time telling like that's how we made it 
so uh it was it was really good um you know obviously we've we've worked our way up a little bit and um yeah so good so very 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 good um oh man it looks like you you're about to cry crocodile tears nah i don't know i miss john john's john's a good friend of mine we uh we had lots of lots of adventures together him and i we, we we've we've been through thick and thin <laughs> you know I've, we've spent the night at each other's places we've seen each other naked I mean, I don't know how to take uh, that anyway, one. Anyway, let's, 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 <laughs> listen, we don't have to talk about that. We, I mean, but it's, it's a modern-day bromance, so, you know. <laughs> modern-day. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, what's next on the agenda, Ryan? Like, what do you, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I you- will say I haven't really talked to a lot of people about it because it's been super divisive or decisive. But um, the Joker movie. Oh, yes. The Joker movie. Um uh, it's the one time DC has had the hype behind a project and they've actually delivered. You think it's the first time? Or I would say within the 2010s, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Or outside are we, of like are we calling it the 2010s or are we just calling it the 10s? Are we starting over? Uh, you want to call it the 10s? That's well, I mean, in the 20s, you're going to call it the 20s, right? We don't mean the roaring 20s anymore. Is that fair? Yeah, it's uh, fair. Anyway, I was going to say... If you've listened to past podcasts, you know I'm not really a DC guy, which is fine. Me neither. I'm more of a Marvel guy. But I got to say, the hype has been strong for the Joker movie. And I actually think I might uh, I might uh, head out and watch it or watch it at home as soon as it comes out on legal video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, put it to you this way. It's one of those movies where it's like, you know, it won't necessarily be the most cohesive or the most like, straight line movie. <laughs> Ryan, some somebody on Twitch just said, "Let's just ruin the movie." <laughs> That's not ruining anything. I haven't spoiled anything yet. We haven't spoiled anything. All I said is that I I, I do want to see it because it follows the hype. <laughs> but I will say, um, all of the hype about Joaquin Phoenix's performance, I can definitely vouch for it. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're on notice. Hey, check it out. We're on notice with whoever this is. I wonder who the I wonder who the hell this is. I, it doesn't sound. <laughs> I listen. I don't believe that Jeff has Twitch, and then also he had plans for tonight, which is why he's not here. I mean, but this person is called Unfinished Plans, so uh, well, I don't know. Might be a coincidence, Jeff. I think, I think, I think you're busted, Ben. I think you're busted, and I don't, I don't know if he's actually listening or not. Yeah, but, I see. He's not responding anymore. Yeah, this is all right. He probably. Uh, Probably uh, just decided to uh, mess with us, and then and that's it. I don't have any moves, <laughs> <laughs> guys. That's a beautiful point. By the way, if you would like to talk to us, you can do so over Facebook or any of these avenues where you're listening live. We will read, except we'll read everything that you write, except for things that are not within reason. This guy says, "I don't have any moves except for the fat guy move." Unfinished plans. Oh, dude, Ryan, we got to talk about the fat guy move too. The fat guy move. Okay, so here's here's it's a segment. So here's how it works. Every so often, maybe every day or every week, we have a moment where we do something that only a fat guy would do. In the past, this fat guy move has been. Uh, I'll give you an example. One of the things I've just I've come around to breakfast here, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't always do the breakfast, but it's really good. Um, I decided one day to make toast with butter and honey as you should have it was great however the butter was so hard because it's cold in here in the morning so i wasn't able to spread the butter so i ended up like 
shaven chunks of the butter <laughs> instead. <laughs> Long story short, I probably used too much butter, and then I went for the honey. Fat guy move. Uh, another another fat guy move. I actually had a meeting with people that you know, and I had a I had a cookie. I had a big cookie, and I had a coffee. And like I didn't want to walk into this meeting with cookie and coffee, so I just put the cookie in the coffee, and then just went just coffee. But there was a cookie in there. Fat guy move. You know, you might have just did something. <laughs> that sounds like something I might have to try and do. Do you, do you, do you yourself right now? Do you recall any fat guy moves that you've made? Um, I can recall the fat guy creation. Um. Oh yes, please. I think I bought like some cinnamon bread. I think this happened like a couple months ago. I bought some cinnamon bread. And I made a sandwich out of it. <laughs> That's not so, bad. Did you make a savory sandwich though? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I had all my fixings, all the works, uh, the perfect meat for it, and everything. You know, if I actually decided I wasn't going to be lazy, I could walk down and make a what ham and cheese with avocado. Like so many people do that. Yeah. And I never do that. I hate avocado though. Well, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> I can tell off of my podcast. No, honestly. I think avocado is good in moderation. I'm definitely not not a person that overdoes it. Yeah, but it can, it can be all right. Like it's a that's a good healthy fat. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to check the uh, just trying to check the audience here to see if we got any. Uh, well, YouTube is fucking dead. All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing on YouTube. But uh, anyway, guys, um, Joker movie. I haven't seen it. I'm gonna see it. I don't mind waiting until it comes out on legal video to, to, to see it on, like, uh, you know, see it at home or on Netflix or whatever. I, I'm guessing it's going to win some awards, man. I mean, it, if it doesn't win any, it's definitely going to be up for consideration. For, did, yeah, I don't. <laughs> did you see somebody is trying to take our meeting room? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Like he just looked in and he was like, oh, what are There's they some doing serious here? business going on in this meeting room. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> in a building full of dark so rooms. Did, I come did to you this. actually see it? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to spoil it a little bit? We can just say spoiler alert and then like... Eh. Nah, I'll at least want to give the people uh, something to look forward to with seeing it. I hate when people spoil comic book movies for me because everybody spoiled Black Panther for me. And Let I me ask you this. At, at what, so I will tell you straight up that I am a person that doesn't mind when a movie spoiled. I can still go and watch it and enjoy it. Uh... How spoiled was Endgame before you walked into that theater? Uh, I mean... Everybody was talking about that movie. They were. Uh, but it was more so they were just talking about stuff out of context that you wouldn't know unless you've seen it. Like the I Love You 3000 memes and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it wasn't any, like, direct spoilers outside of that, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how did you like that one, by the way? I mean, I think that's, like... Probably within our lifetime, one of the biggest comic book movies that we'll even have the chance to see. If it was, if they shaved an hour off, it would have been perfect. I didn't necessarily like the middle part where they time traveled. Yeah, I didn't like the white suits. Yeah. that I, I didn't care for those. I didn't like what they did to the Hulk. I didn't like what they did to Thor. Uh, unfinished Plan says, a.k.a. the entire plot. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, I mean, there there are aspects of it that I did like. Um, there are, are, are little things that I wish they elaborated a little bit more on. There were things that uh, the director said that they like put in and then they took out. Like, for yeah. example, 
when Thanos uses the snap, or when he does the snap, he walks into the soul world or inside of the soul gem. Mm hmm. And he's walking on, like, blood. I don't know if you caught that detail. Yeah. Yeah, he's walking on blood, and it was really dark. And they, they decided not to play up that fact. And then when Tony Stark was supposed to snap his fingers, he was also supposed to walk into the soul world and then see his own daughter. Mm -hmm. But then it didn't make sense because a lot of people were saying that Gamora's in there because she got sacrificed, whereas Tony Stark's daughter did not. So wouldn't... They, they they were afraid that like the audience wouldn't put those two things together. So I definitely uh I can respect that they cut that out. Like not everything needs to be in that movie, but it would have been really cool if they did things a little bit differently. Yeah. Um I wish they would have brought in like some of the more comic elements, uh more specifically, like Adam Warlock's uh inclusion in it. Yeah, I mean that's still there's rumors about casting for Adam Warlock, like they're just teasing him at this point. Yeah. But uh, how do you feel about Keanu Reeves for Adam Warlock? Um, I don't know. I it's one of those love hate things, cause like you know Adam Warlock, he's always portrayed as being a little youthful, like you know, a damn near like um, well, invulnerable. Yeah. So for people that don't know the the comic book character uh, Adam Warlock, he's part of the. Uh, well, look <laughs> at this hater over here. Damn, unfinished plans. Talks a good game. Well, I'll read his comments in a second, but... Well, let's talk about Matrix 4. Matrix 4. <laughs> it's coming out, actually. They're rebooting it, or I don't... I think it's actually a, con a canon continuation. But anyway, Adam Warlock is literally, like, space Jesus. Basically. Uh, he's very invulnerable. And I, I think they need to play down how everybody's, like, invincible a little bit. Like, I feel like they really laid that on thick with Captain Marvel. Which is a weird thing, too, because they haven't actually announced that she's got another movie in the timeline yet. Yeah, I mean, it it was weird how she was, like, including an in-game and everything in the first place. Yeah, you know, you know, I feel... I have mixed feelings about the whole thing, but uh, one of the biggest disappointments for Endgame for me, and one of the things that was on my wish list, since it was supposed to encompass everyone, I really didn't like how they did not include the uh, Netflix heroes. I would have really loved to see Daredevil and the Punisher and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Iron Fist, like, nobody likes him, but he would have been cool to see him in there. Yeah. Or Elektra or any of those other characters that are, are in those uh, series. Especially since they're technically heroes and they're also canon. I, I miss the, their inclusion. I really, really, really was hoping for that. And there was rumors around it, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm kind of upset about that. Um, and I just wish they would have hinted at more new things. We're like, yeah, I get the movies like closing up loose ends, but we could have spent a lot less time like with Hulk and his tacos and that yeah, that like, kind of garbage. And yeah, I didn't need to see Hulk look like fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> I, I could have went without seeing him look like that. Yeah, no, I I don't I didn't I didn't like him. I I like him as an ang angry rage monster more than than what he was, which is uh. I don't know. I don't know. I just yeah, now, it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, now he's walking around wearing Oxford search and shit. Like, no, this I wish. Isn't the I wish the whole movie would have been uh, a darker tone. That that would have been nice. And uh, I don't even know what's going on with like the the Netflix heroes anymore. Like they're they're doing Disney Plus. So from what I did hear about that, um, you know, they're officially canceled within Netflix. But I think within the uh, deal that they had. They can't be brought back officially for another like two or three years or whatever. Wow, really? Yeah, due to like licensing or whatnot to Netflix. So I guess Disney Plus, they may have plans to bring them back, but we'll damn near have to see That's what happens. That's going to suck, man, because I'll tell you what, 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know about Iron Fist, but like Luke Cage and Daredevil were cast absolutely perfectly. They were, in my opinion, and so was Frank Castle, the Punisher. That yeah. guy, dude, perfect casting. Uh, Carmen Jones was actually a really good show too. Yeah, I, I haven't. I hadn't seen that one. Um, what was I gonna? What was I gonna ask you? How do you feel about the new Blade? Like we kind of mentioned Blade earlier because our uh, our sort of opening music was from Blade Trinity, but um, how did you feel about? Blade getting casted in the MCU. They picked the perfect character to cast him. I mean, they casted the perfect uh, actor. I'm going to disagree, and I'd like to counter with a different actor. Go ahead. But before I do, I'd also like to say that I'm not a fan of the casting choice. Not because I actually, I'm not super familiar with the actor. Um, let's look <laughs> at this guy over here. Tax evasion or not, there's only one Blade. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't. It does, I mean, Wesley Snipes is only going to be like eighty nine this year, so exactly. Anyway, I was going to say, uh, I don't like that they recast somebody that's already in the MCU for the MCU. To me, that doesn't make sense. I mean, they. Eh. He was the villain in Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so there's that. But I would like to counter. But didn't they do that with um, Chris Evans too? Or he wasn't technically. He part wasn't of the in MCU. the MCU. He was not in the canon MCU. He was already. I mean, yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from. I actually, as big of a fan as I am, I never saw those original Fantastic Four movies. They were too corny for me. The second one was okay, the first one. But thank God he didn't see it. And I'm tired of them using Doom as a main villain uh, while I'm at it. Well, like he is. This person's trying to come in and clean this room. I don't think so. We're we're, we're busy doing some business. Like they're just walking over. Hey, what's that noise? Hey, what's way? I know we have the room until at least 6.30. I'll go right out and reserve more time. But anyway, um, no, so I don't like it was from the same, like, he's in the MCU and then they recast him. I just didn't like that decision. Um, here's what I, here's who I want to be Blade. Michael Jai White. Are you I would love to see him as Blade, actually. He's a martial artist, you know. He's athletic. He's young. Yeah. He knows how to fight. Like, that's those are things that are super important. Like, Wesley Snipes definitely brought an element um, to the movies, that's like uh, martial, like martial arts is important, you know. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, and I and I really did appreciate that. Like he's really trying to do his own stunts and stuff. You know, it looks great. I prefer watching Blade One, where it's like Wesley Snipes actually doing wire work and stuff like that, and actually fighting over the uh, the CGI that we see so often with like characters fighting each other. We are. Yeah, not Jaleel White, you idiot. That's Steve Urkel. <laughs> Michael Jai White. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Professor Hulk was great. Cable Thanos. I'm gonna disagree. I didn't like Professor Hulk. I think uh I think he's a boring character. I think I think we have a really big challenge of how to like yeah. do the Hulk. And then it was like so disappointing. Like Hulk needed to run that fade back with Thanos. And it was just like he used the glove and now he's worthless. So it's like, how do you go to movies being worthless? You know what? I think that Hulk peaked in Age of Ultron. That's my favorite Hulk. He was like a dark Hulk, afraid. He's running away from people. He doesn't want to destroy anything. He's also got like a love interest that's half uh, half interested in him with Black Widow. Yeah. You know? And one of the things I didn't also didn't like about Endgame is everybody was like setting up to kill Thanos, but like nobody actually fucking did it. Like, you know, you got... Nebula, you know Nebula wants to kill Thanos because like she's got those you know daughter issues. Then you got yeah. then you got Drax leaving Guardians One. He's like, oh, it's really Thanos. I have to kill. Like, how, how many people actually got their chance and like didn't do it? Yeah. Meanwhile, the person that does kill Thanos, Tony Stark, 
he doesn't even know Thanos at the beginning of like <laughs> he doesn't even know who that is. Like you let the person who had the least to gain from killing him kill him, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, he had the least to gain. I would have loved to see uh, Drax and Nebula stab him or, or like a Peter Quill. I, yeah. I would love to see the Guardians kill Thanos. I wanted to see Drax in some aspect like have some kind of impact within like that final battle. But it was just like he was a camera fodder for like, you know, a little runaway shot. Well, and so we got John here that brings up a good point that says Thor did it and we're not wrong. I don't like what they did with Thor because, you know, here's the thing. When you think about a big picture story arc for Thor... He starts out as this jackass in the first movie, and that's really what he is. He's just a, a, a pompous asshole. Yeah. And he evolves from that first movie, and his arc takes him to serious places where it's like he's not worthy, then he is worthy. He takes it really serious. And then at, at the end of Infinity War, he's defeated, and he's like the most serious character that you have. And he's looking for redemption, but then in Endgame... He's this fat loser without redemption, and I just don't see how they made that jump into being a fat loser. And by the way, I'm offended at Thor's supposed weight <laughs> in Endgame because that, that's how much I weigh. <laughs> so I, I was like, ah, shit, okay. And true story, I was gonna be uh, I was gonna be fat Thor for Halloween here at the office. You should have been, but I wasn't. Did you see my costume on Halloween? Unfortunately, <laughs> everybody, Ryan will. Uh, Confirmed that I was dressed up as a giant tiger. <laughs> I was. <laughs> it was embarrassing. And I regret. Everyone it. loved it, though. <laughs> Everybody did like it, but I think they liked to... S- <laughs> I think people saw that I was uncomfortable in the costume, and that's why they liked it. I will say, though, um, this is completely... or No, it's still related to it. As far yeah. as Thor, he has the worst series in the MCU. Ah, oh, dude. Thor gets shafted every time, dude. Thor's second movie was crap. The first one was damn near the crap. Fir- yeah, the first one was not good. The first one didn't get me interested. I, the first one, honestly, for me, it had to grow on me. Like I was, yeah, I was watching that first one. I had to go back and try to rewatch it and have it grow on me because it just didn't. Yeah, like the first one when I first finished it, it was based off of periodic watching. So like I was like, I I watched one section and revisit yeah. it and just I, keep continuing. And it's from got. There. It's, I feel like it's got. I feel like Thor one is a movie that has moments within a much crappier big picture. That's just. It's kind of corny. I feel like they're trying to put too much into a movie. I really didn't like the plot of like going to the Southwest Desert and stuff. I understand like they had to do that, but I didn't like it. I didn't like that his redemption in the first movie was, uh, you know, him fighting the uh, what was it, the Protector? No, the uh, Sentinel Destroyer. The Destroyer. Uh, Like I didn't feel like that was a really good sacrifice for him. I would have wanted to see him do something a little bit bigger scale, but. Like, I liked what they did. I just wish it wasn't the Destroyer. Um, and then, like, the second movie was such crap. I can't even watch that. Yeah, that, yeah, that second movie was... Mm-mm. Yeah, and then the third movie, wow, did that redeem the other two. I loved Ragnarok. Dude, no, I, I, I loved it, too. Man, I could watch Ragnarok all day and night, and I think it's uh, Tika Watiti. Like, it's because it's his work. Yeah. And he's such a cool, cool-ass director, and the jokes in there are more, like, adult joking about, like... Orgies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though that uh, since you know Ragnarok came out around the time of Guardians, yeah, I feel like Marvels they're starting they're starting to uh, lean a little too much into the comedic aspect, of, like the storytelling and whatnot. Yeah, and and that's a really good point. That's also a point that uh, I I think I agree with you on. 
I want movies to be just a little bit more dark in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I really do. Uh, I feel like this, some of the... Like, yeah, I think some movies are meant to be more in the lighthearted side. For example, uh, Ant-Man. Yeah. It's like a very... Like, that should be like a comedy. Then you got like Spider-Man. Kids in high school. I don't, I don't mind it being a comedy. And Spider-Man went ahead and proved that you can have an MC movie that's like super funny. And it, yeah. and it, and it fits right in. Whereas... I kind of appreciated some of the darker aspects of like an Iron Man three, even though a lot of people hate that movie. I don't necessarily hate it, but I, I, I guess what I don't like about Iron Man three is what people. Well, here, let me put it to you like this: the biggest criticism that people have of Iron Man three was that the Mandarin was totally fake. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, or like after the movie, they had that Marvel one shot, Hail to the King, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, the Mandarin is actually real, and he's going to kill you. How come we never got to meet that Mandarin? You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I don't like about that third one. Yeah, because it was just like, you know, leading up to it, they had cast like Ben uh, Killingsley, or if that's his name, and I was legit excited for him to be the Mandarin. But then, like, as soon as you watch it, now you're like, well, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really wondering, like, uh, I'm trying to check the chats, and uh, God, Unfinished Plans is such a... (laughs) What the fuck? Well, Drax really didn't care. At that time, he was just over it. Uh, you know what? Listen, you build Drax up as a character to, to just be all about his family. He almost blows the entire uh, first uh, Infinity War movie. Yeah. So he like, goes out to kill Thanos with his little knives. <laughs> like, <laughs> who knew that Thanos' weakness was little knives? But, um, no, I mean, he's he's so driven by it. And then he'll never get to fulfill that. Yeah, he fought in the in the big war. But like he's never gonna fulfill that. He's never gonna have that closure of killing Thanos, and I just wanted it for that guy. Exactly. I wanted it for him. Um, and I, I I don't know why he didn't get that. I don't know why Nebula didn't get that. Gamora didn't get it. Well, she wasn't the Gamora that would have wanted that got sacrificed. I don't know how they're gonna bring her back. I'd be really interested to see how they're doing that because from what I read, the next Guardians movie um, is going to be. Very female centric with like the the female character, mm-hmm. but they don't say who that is. But you know, it's got to be Gamora. It's not going to be Nebula. There are no other ladies except for Mantis on the ship, and I don't think she's strong enough as a character to carry the movie. So you know, it's going to be Gamora. And then you think about, okay, well, if they're able to resurrect Gamora somehow, then they must be able to resurrect uh, Black Widow. Yeah, who's got a prequel coming out. But I will say, uh, as far as like the Guardians or whatnot. They damn near have the most flexible franchise. Like, they can damn near take out and bring in anyone who they want to that's probably based within the galaxy. Oh, yeah. I think that's I think that's a great point. Um, they have a, a certain amount of flexibility because you have to sort of, like, buy into the fact that what you're watching is, like, weird and not real. <laughs> like, um, if you look at, like who, like, who Ronan is in the comics, he's... He's pretty dark, and they actually translated that into the movie. And you wouldn't think yeah. that they would have him, but they totally did. And what I really liked about it is he definitely played the bitch to Thanos in Guardians 1. Mm-hmm. You know, And he's a guy that's so hardcore. You've got Ronan in uh, Guardians 1 literally taking a, a bath in like, his enemy's blood. Yeah. Like when he smashes that guy's skull in the first scene, it's to make him bleed out so he can bathe in his blood. Like, what else do you want? That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking cool. <laughs> so, uh... Anyway, one of the things I've noticed here on our stream, and this is only the second stream we've done, 
You've got John talking over here. Then you've got uh, then you've got unfinished plans talking over here. He frozen. Drax must not really have cared. He froze on Thanos like he did in front of them making out. Well, that's, that's I mean that's insightful. Yeah, I won't agree, but I won't <laughs> disagree. <laughs> yeah. So all, all I was gonna make a comment on is like all, none of these chats are together. Looks like we got some. We got eight views on the Twitch. I don't think anybody's gone to the uh, to the YouTube because nobody cares. It's not really the best platform for YouTube. And then here on the, it's hard to tell because of the way this is set up here on Facebook. But uh, we've we've had some people. We've had a few people coming in out of the uh, the cast here. Whoa, whoa, let's not. Uh, oh, hey, I used to work with Mister uh, David at uh, a company called Partstown. He's a real cool ass dude. But yeah, I got my friends here. I thought somebody was trying to make fun of the baseball player. Oh, <laughs> probably. I don't. I have no idea. But uh, nah, for sure though. Um, what else? Uh, do you want to make this a, a Marvel podcast? We can. We can do that. But I mean, we, we can take it, take, it, take it any direction you want. All right. How about this? What would be your ideal storyline for the next? Uh, big Avengers movie because that's kind of a blank slate right now. Like they could do anything they want at this point. Uh hmm. Honestly, damn near at this point, I would appreciate. Well, I really wanted them to uh, use Civil War based on the actual comic story. I do feel like Civil mm. War shouldn't have been a one-off little thing that was just like you know, it was just a little yeah. bitter fight between two people. I kind of hated that, but uh, I will say as far as their most recent stories. X-Men versus Avengers is probably the most appealing one to me. Oh, man, I got so many questions for you. My first question. I know the Civil War from the movies is quite different from the comic books. In the comic books, who would you have sided with? Uh, Iron Man or Captain America? (laughs) I would say as far as comics are concerned, I appreciate Iron Man's philosophy more than Cap's. So I probably would have sided with Iron Man. I would have sided, for me, I would have sided comic book wise with Cap, but in the movie, I would have sided with Iron Man. Yeah. God, man, this. I think it's like damn near like polar opposites for me. Like I would have sided with Cap in the movie, but yeah, I would have sided with Iron Man in the comics. All right, so let's let's see here. John says, "Focus on the time stone. Make Strange the next Stark or Drax the movie." (laughs) (laughs) Well, John, I'm not sure if you knew about this. They're actually going to do this series called What If, yeah, where uh, it's going to be um, Peggy Carter is going to actually become Captain America, mm-hmm. and then Steve Rogers is going to be Iron Man, yeah, and that's actually going to be on the Disney Plus streaming service. And then, uh, on another one, they're making uh, a series with Wanda in the Vision, like yeah. we're damn near living in the fifties. Not joking, like John. That. Sign up for that Disney Plus. You could you could watch it. It's already being made right now. Oh yeah, speaking of it, that, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, you're. It's right. Um, yeah, the tomorrow's as well. Yeah, perfect, John. So there's that. There's Wandavision, and then there is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier have a, a mini series, and they're actually putting millions and millions of dollars into this. They're not cheaping out. Yeah. So I'm 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 pretty excited to see how all that goes. I'm not gonna lie, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is nah. probably the one I'm least excited Dude, about. Dude, I'm least excited about that one. <laughs> the one I'm most excited about would probably be Wandavision. The other two, I could I could give or take. Yeah, I'd appreciate if they made like a um, Rocket and Groot like buddy series. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. I like that. 
I dude, Rocket in any way you could get him would be awesome. But I, I feel like it, it probably costs a lot of money to animate that fool. Probably, you know, Bradley Cooper probably doesn't come cheap after that uh, that movie he just made with uh, Lady Gaga or whatever. He probably is. It's probably a list. But um, uh, here's here's what I was going to ask you. Okay, here's a shot out of a cannon based on what we're already talking about. Who <laughs> would you cast for some of the uh, the the X Men? Uh, ooh. Damn, that's tough. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I don't know, cause it's just like I'm. It's one of those I can't see anyone else playing Wolverine, but I'm damn near tired of seeing Hugh Jackman play Wolverine. He's just too old. Yeah, but it's like who else? Like he perfectly embodied at least the look of Wolverine. Well, you know who I wanted to play Wolverine until he came out with another movie that's sort of maybe MCU's. I wanted Tom Hardy to be Wolverine. Facts. And then he, then all of a sudden he's uh, Venom. He's Venom, and then like it just complicates everything, and I just want to die. I Look at this guy. Unfinished play says Hugh Jackman isn't too old, dude. He's in a wheelchair. How? Like, what's the cutoff here? Wolverine's not supposed to age. <laughs> if you look at Hugh Jackman now versus Hugh Jackman in that first X Men, dude, he looks like he's in like eighth grade in that first movie. Exactly. And it's just he's it's, his time is up. I will say, uh, I could think of who is that? Joe Egerton. Yeah. Like the main character of like those um those little like spy movies. I yeah. would love to see him play Cyclops. Oh, oh, that is not, that is not a bad, uh, that's not bad at all. I feel like they already were, were going to cast him for something like that though. Within an MCU? Yeah. Hold on. Let's, let's, I, I could have sworn I read something. I'm going to do a quick Google search here. Speaking of the X-Men, I hated the last two movies they came out with too. Especially you, Apocalypse. You're talking about uh, Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix? Yeah. It's like you already had Dark Phoenix. What are you basically backtracking for? Absolutely. I actually tried to watch uh, Dark Phoenix. It's on, I think it's on Netflix or something, but I, I, I tried to, uh, I tried to watch it and I, I couldn't actually, now see, they try to maybe cast him as Moon Knight. He's like an Egyptian oh. hero. Uh, no, I, I know Moon Knight. They're supposed to come out with a series for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, Hold on. Winter Soldier what? And Rocket for... <laughs> <laughs> John's a funny guy. I mean, I kind of agree with the Rocky comment. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, all I'm saying is... uh, I don't know. So I, I wanted Tom Hardy for Venom. Or I'm sorry, for, for Wolverine. The, the rest is sort of... Uh, it's not hard to. I feel like it's not hard to cast the rest. Like, I don't really care who Storm is. Beast is a deal breaker, though, man. Beast is hard to cast. Kelsey I mean, Grammer was damn near perfect. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. I mean, what about the um, the person from like the most recent X Men? Do you think he did an admirable job? Yeah, he did okay. He did all right. I, I think they <laughs> overdo the makeup and stuff. Yeah. I think I would have wanted him to be a little bit more realistic and not so bright, comic book blue. Yeah. Just a little bit more realistic. You know who they did a really good job with? Uh, Nightcrawler. Definitely. They definitely did a... Like, they put they put the money into it. I think if they put the same attention into uh, Nightcrawler in the way that he looks serious, especially in the older movies, like X2 Nightcrawler, mm -hmm. I think the Nightcrawler scene in X-Men 2 X-Men United might be my favorite X, like opening of a movie maybe ever. Possibly. There's a couple up there. Like, I like GoldenEye is great. True Lies is amazing, but that whole scene where he's like teleporting and killing everybody in the White House. Yeah. 
that's really good for me and my money like that was really really impressive yeah you know i never realized like how dark the marvel movies like the early ones were until you actually revisit it and you're like damn like it's some of this is kind of yeah and, and it's uh interesting how like they're they're trying to maybe set up for something sometime and then they uh they don't yeah um, like for example when i saw x-men 2 x-men united they introduced lady deathstrike yeah who if you're a comic book reader at the time you know that's uh is it yuriko or muriko it's yuriko right i think so yeah so it's a love interest that logan has from japan and they later introduced that character into the movie that's called the wolverine however an x2 the the name is shared and you got to figure that an x2 Logan really still doesn't have all of his memories. Yeah. So he could have known her. And in the moment that, that he kills her and like he stabs her in the heart or whatever, there is a moment where they make eye contact and he actually looks like he's feeling heartbreak. It's that little tiny detail yeah. made that scene for me, even if I didn't think the casting was great. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. But then they never. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. We got to. I actually got to put more. True story, guys. I asked Ryan earlier. If he could send me like his favorite song, so we could have it as like background music. <laughs> True I couldn't story. Think of, I couldn't think of any songs at the moment. I'm sorry, Frank. He's like, let me get back to you now, because of him, we're listening to Fall Out Boy. I, can't I mean, I appreciate Fall Out Boy. Eh. Some songs. You know what? I know what I'm gonna put on. Yeah, but I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> it sounds like Avril Lavigne or something. Oh, that's even worse. All right, cool. So we got about 10 minutes or so left. Uh, listeners, if you feel like calling us, phone number is 312-600-5424. Uh, feel free to subscribe anywhere you want. Uh, I'm not pushing for subs. I'm not like that. But, uh, hey, if you want to, that's cool. Um, we are going to be, I think, now that I got John's vote of confidence or, or John wants to do it, I think I'm gonna be throwing like a holiday podcast party, like getting a hotel down here, yeah, and just get getting a hotel that has like a room like this, mm-hmm. and just inviting a bunch of people over and, and, and podcasting on a on a snowy night, and you know, bring the eggnog and just. <laughs> I fucking hate eggnog. Hey, like, I think there's limits to eggnog, but <laughs> it doesn't. You don't have to drink eggnog. We can bring some apple cider or whatever, whatever you want. I mean, everything tastes better when you mix it with liquor. So. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to be doing that. That's going to be a, a special project of mine. I'm probably going to be looking at Airbnbs and stuff. I don't know if I should go Airbnb or hotel. How do you feel about it? Go hotel. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like they're a little bit more safe. I don't have to worry about yeah. a, a hidden camera in the bathroom or like yeah, or any like bed the, bugs or anything. Yeah, like it's not a fucking roach motel or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know what's funny? It's like I actually downloaded the Airbnb app and stuff, and they they do have uh, hotels that are on there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, hotels will just throw their hat in the ring now. Like, hey, <laughs> have this room. <laughs> You're like, hey, oh, you, we know that we overcharge on the main site, but you might cop a deal on Airbnb. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think we should be closing up here in the next few minutes, but uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we close it out? Since we were talking about the old MCU movies, oh yes, I will say I'm glad that Ryan Reynolds redeemed his comic book career Yes, as playing Deadpool the yes. way that he needed to. Yes. That was always a huge 
heartbreak for everyone because he wanted to do him the right way back in Origins Wolverine. Yeah. And he was just not allowed to at all. And I remember he, I saw the most painful interview where he was getting interviewed and uh, they were like, how close is your, your, and this is before the movie came out. I remember watching this. Mm-hmm. How close is your Wade Wilson to the one in the comics? And he's like, uh, and you know, like when, when an actor's starting a movie, he can't say anything bad. Yeah. He can't say anything bad about the movie or like anything like that. So he had to like bite his tongue. He's like, eh, it's not going to be comic traditional, but hopefully he'll like it. Man, and what a disaster that was. Oh, man. And then right after that, he jumped right into damn near the worst comic book movie I've ever seen. Green Lantern? Yep. I haven't seen it. Oh, damn. How is it that I've seen all the terrible movies? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I was really disappointed, especially with that role he played when he was Deadpool, because they ended up casting him as Wade Wilson, and he's a fit dude. Yeah. He's not a fat guy. You know, and then when it came time for the scenes of him fighting, they casted a totally different guy to be the fighting Deadpool. And their excuse was is that this other guy's a fit fighter. But Wade Wilson is or, or I'm sorry, Ryan Reynolds could have totally done that shit. And exactly. I was I was personally offended. And the whole thing was crap. <laughs> All right, Unfinished Plan says listening to this podcast is like watching The Last Stand for the first time. <laughs> That's offensive. God damn. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be stabbed through the heart. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he yeah, he went for the jugular. He did go one. for the jugular. He did. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to fall asleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a traumatic event. I will say I thought the the X Men movies, uh those first ones there, despite their cheesy stories, I think they were cast perfectly, man. Patrick Stewart, perfect. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, perfect. You got... Uh, Even Halle Berry. Halle Berry was great. Cyclops was good. Femke jo- Jansen, or whatever her name is for... Uh, what's her What's her face? Oh, I'm losing it. For Rogue? Or? No, no, not for Rogue. Um, the Dark Phoenix character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, like she was... She did great. Uh, I think I think that was great. I thought Nightcrawler was perfect. Kelsey Grammer was good. So I think that movie had good casting. I will say with the characters from that, if they continue to like keep coming out with X Men, they gotta touch on like the more personal backstories with like some of their more powerful characters, aka Iceman. Oh yeah, like I, they, I would, dude. I've I was, I've been trying to hold my breath and wait for a good Gambit. Definitely. You know, like I didn't like the Gambit we got in Origins. Did we get a Gambit after that? No, right? No. Uh, what's funny about that? They've been trying to make one for the longest. I think uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, he's been in and out of that project for yeah, like but ten now years. He's officially dropped out, and uh, I guess now is within like you know, purgatory or studio purgatory for lack of better words. It's really ridiculous, and I get really tired of stuff like that. I get really tired of hearing like the Spider-Man back and forth. Yeah. And I really wish I heard that Amazon was gonna. I, I've talked to you about this a couple times, but like Amazon might buy uh, the movie producing studio portion of Fox in America, which would mean the rights could revert back to Disney, where they belong. Yeah, they really just belong there. Fox has no idea, or not Fox. Sony just has no idea how to make a Spider-Man movie to save their life. Mm. I don't know, man. What, did you like any of those uh, Tobey Maguire slash Andrew Garfield? The first two I loved. The third one, I could have definitely lived without ever seeing. You're it. talking Toby number one and Toby number two with Doc Ock. Yep. 
All right. Now, number two is that's definitely like one of my top five favorite comic book movies ever. I would say that's really fair. But the third one, that can burn in hell. I'm not going to lie to you. The one with the Venom? <laughs> yeah, with Venom and Sandman. And then, yeah, no, that can burn in hell. That, that was really bad. I especially... You know what's funny is like sometimes when you're watching a movie or if like you're you're getting ready to like you're getting hyped about a movie you'll read about it. Yeah. I remember reading that they were casting Eddie Brock to fight Tobey Maguire. And the actor they wanted for Eddie Brock was fucking Brock Lesnar. Oh my god, that was the best thing I read in my whole life. I was so excited. <laughs> Cuz like Eddie Brock is an idiot. He's not a smart guy. Brock Lesnar in real life's like an idiot. Like he's just all like he's a muscle head, you know. Just like Eddie Brock, he's got the he's got the blonde flat top already. The dude's built, and that's how Eddie Brock is in the comics. The dude's fucking chiseled. Yeah. Uh, you know he's stacked, and I thought it was gonna be a perfect choice. But then they come through with fucking Toe Eric for Grace, dude. Eric from that '70s show. I'm like, what? He's not even menacing. I don't listen. Like I don't hate Toe for Grace. He's not my favorite actor. And for me to say that I don't hate him is hard for me because I really don't like him that much. But I don't hate him. And what really kind of made me like upset was I liked that 70s show. I liked the show. It was a good show. And if you remember, he like didn't do the last season of the show just to do the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and then he just only showed up in like the series finale. Yeah, so you figure here's a guy who had... This dynasty of a show, that 70s show, a great show that did awesome to the point where they actually had to end the show and not just, you got canceled, see you later. He had that going for him, and he traded that last season that was could have been gold, could have tied up all the loose ends. to do Spider-Man 3? Oh my god, <laughs> I would have fired that agent, you know? Because like, Spider-Man 3 was such a dog shit. And like, every time that they interview anybody about it, it's like the same Raimi guy, the director guy, he's like, oh well... We wanted somebody to uh, kind of mirror, uh, what's his face, Tobey Maguire. And it's like, he doesn't really mirror him. Yeah. He just doesn't fit the character at all. And even if he even if he did kind of fit what they were going for, the way they executed him was crap. Yeah, it was. It was crap. It looked like crap. It, it sounded like crap. Yeah. They they didn't even they didn't even really get the storyline correct. Like they didn't have enough time to even develop the character. But I think I did read something where uh, Raimi he basically said that uh, the third one that was all due to like what the studio wanted. Like they were going for those big bucks. I I him. did remember reading something like that too. I remember that. So the studios are concerned with one thing, and that's money. It's yeah. profit, right? So they're always going to try and go for what they feel like is going to make the most money. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of Spider Man Three. I remember reading that Sam Raimi didn't like the character Venom. Yeah. They forced him to do it for the money. Now, it's important because how can you write and direct a character that you don't like already? (laughs) 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 That poor guy. And then what's really interesting is now Tom Hardy tweeted a picture last week of Carnage coming to the Sony Sony Spider-Verse, which doesn't include Spider-Man at the moment, but might include... A different non-canon to Disney Spider-Man. They don't know what the fuck they're doing there. <laughs> I will say that Carnage is a horrible idea because we even we haven't even gotten like the development of Venom. I will say they've gotten the perfect character for Carnage or the perfect actor. You like Woody Harrelson for Carnage? After seeing uh, Natural Born Killers, I think he could pull it off. <laughs> well, I remember reading uh, about 
when they first wrote for Carnage, they really wanted him to mirror the Joker in DC. Like, that mm-hmm. was the idea. And if you really think about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, let's say that movie, he didn't turn into the Joker, but he turns into Carnage. That's damn near perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, I think the, uh, like, Cassidy, uh, within the comics, he's damn near schizophrenic and, he's, like, bipolar and everything, I would say right? maybe the only thing is I feel like he would be a lot darker than, than the Joker in that movie because Definitely. they had they had to keep like a little bit of the darkness out like they, they still wanted people to come and like bring their families but in the comic books man the joker kills his mom and then i think later digs her up and then like is like he like hangs out in the, his orphanage that he grew up in after that naked like lighting fires yeah he likes to cut himself open and like paint the walls with his own blood and shit like dude that's crazy in comparison to some of the things that uh are probably in the Joker movie that I haven't seen. So. But on the bright side, if they translated any of that to the screen, it would still damn near be ten times better than anything Jared Leto did as a Joker. <laughs> so. I actually never. You know, it's really funny. Again, I don't like the Disney or the the DC movies in general. I remember there was a trailer that came out for Suicide Squad that came out. It was a Comic Con teaser. Mm-hmm. That one had me hyped about it. I was ready to. I was ready to see that, you know. And um, apparently, they cut so much Jared Leto out, and the movie itself was such trash that, like, I just decided not to go back and watch Suicide Squad. I would say go see it, or you know, try to oh, see it whenever see it you somewhere. can. Yeah, but yeah, it's not necessary. It's filmed in Chicago, so there's that, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's good and it's a gift and a curse. I'm What's lie. your favorite movie that was filmed in Chicago that like features Chicago? Uh the the Blues Brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, the Dark Knight. Ah, that's a good one. And um, ooh, I'm trying to damn, I'm trying to remember I'm now. I'll tell you mine. The Negotiator, Sam Jackson. I didn't even think of that. That's actually a great idea. Well, that's actually a great choice. That's a great choice. Oh, what else has been filmed in Chicago? Uh, Love Jones, too. License to Wed with Robin Williams. I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> that was a Chicago movie, though. Seriously? Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, everybody's obsessed with The Office. It's got the one guy from The Office in it with uh, Mandy Moore. Yeah. And they're trying to get married, and they decide because her family's religious, they're going to go through the church. And apparently the church has this weird thing... Where they have to give you a license to get married, mm-hmm. or they, or you won't get married through the church. So they go to like the Catholic Church, and uh, Robin Williams is like the priest or the father. I'm not a religious. Yeah, I, I remember know. that. I didn't. Yeah. I just don't remember it being a he, Chicago based. Yeah, it was. A, it was a Chicago movie, and like the whole movie is like Robin Williams is giving them a hard time about like he's trying to make them break up to test the limits of their bond. Yeah, like that's the ultimate message of the movie. So. I, I actually like the movie. It's okay. It's like a rom-com if you're into that. Yeah. No, I remember the movie. It's just, I really, I guess I didn't pay attention to the scenery or anything. Well, I mean, there's some movies that, like, focus on really good cin- cin- cinematography with, like, Chicago. There's uh, there's that movie Columbiana yeah. with uh, Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. That movie, when they feature Chicago, amazing, beautiful. Yeah. She, like, goes to Union Station she takes the L. Like, mm-hmm. It's awesome. It really does feel like that's our city. So. Now that you say that, you just reminded me. Uh, that movie that came out, I think, last year or two years ago, Widows. 
I haven't seen it. That's based in Chicago. Mm, it, as far as like out. the cinematography, it is actually like pretty good. I'll say that. All right. I think we're gonna have to start. Uh, I think we're gonna have to start closing it off. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of final thoughts you got for the people? Uh, I mean, I don't really have a lot of final thoughts. I will say uh, thank you for bringing me on board uh, for my first time. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to come back. And uh, yeah, I just hope everybody have a good night. And I had a great time doing this. All right, guys. Here's what we're going to do. While I did love podcasting tonight with Ryan, schedules got mixed up. Lines got crossed. <laughs> it's so funny. We were originally <laughs> going to have Jackie on. And then we've got another guest, Tiara, who's going to come on. And I don't know what her schedule's like, but I'm going to leave it open to either do tomorrow or Wednesday. No one knows what her schedule is like. I, I think she wants it that way. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that her calendar is like on autocomplete to like turn down any meeting I make with her? Damn. Like even work stuff? Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to put that on the podcast, but probably take that out in post. But with that said, we're either going to do podcast tomorrow or Wednesday. I probably will. I think I want to shoot for Wednesday for the reason of that. Tomorrow's supposed to dip and be super cold outside. Yeah. We definitely don't want that. I'm so. not taking my black ass outside. I'm not going to lie oh, to you. <laughs> it sucks, man. Like, I don't know what your commute is like, but mine's like two hours. It's not two hours, but, you know, it's still taking a train, having to bear the coat. I, I don't, don't even know. I don't even have, like, a nice coat. I need to go out and buy a nice coat. I meant to go to, like, Nordstrom and, like, get something good. I'm serious. So, true story. I think I told you I went out and bought like this really good Carhartt coat. It's like a parka. Yeah. But when it came, I'm a I'm a big guy already. That thing was way too big on me. Like My- I was swimming in it. It looked like a big dress. <laughs> and I just I couldn't do it. The pockets were like the size of like half of my body. Like the breast pockets. They're yeah, huge. And there's like nowhere to actually there's no like pocket pockets either. Wait, it was like a pullover or it's a... Uh, like I'll, sh- I'll show you after we're done. But anyway, guys, feel free to tune on in. Um, we're going to close it up here. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, leave it on any one of those platforms. And until next time, this is Ryan and Frank saying Super Balls. Have yourself a great night. All right.